community work doesn't have a season. It's um, always going. Um, but it just gives us a lot of joy to be able to make a difference for, you know, we, we touch our community and with children, seniors, even our furry friends. That was Bertha Fajardo, the San Francisco Giants Manager of Community and Family Programs. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, we bring you photographers, bartenders, and other San Franciscans talking about living, working, and doing their thing here. It's a way to get to know your neighbors. We wanted to let you know that tickets for Two Story Nights, our event on November 9th and 10th, are now available on Ventbrite, so get yours today. Welcome to episode 48, part two. In this podcast, Bertha talks in more depth about her work with Giants players, their families, and groups in the city and around the Bay Area. She also shares her more memorable moments with the team, both on and off the field. Here's Bertha. Our furry little four-legged friends. So yesterday we was, yesterday uh, was dog okay. days of summer. So it was great seeing all these beautiful dogs and. Uh, it was fun to have them participate in our parade. We do it every year and just looking to l- laughing at all the costumes and how creative their owners can be. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a couple players out who, you know, have their have dogs themselves and oh, I miss that. they were, you know, popped out and were kind of looking at all the dogs and petting some of the dogs that were coming, you know, coming through the lines. So it's a lot of fun. My responsibilities include managing um, the calendars for two of our Hall of Famers, Juan Marichal and Orlando Cepeda. Um, I'm also manage community programs for our players. Um, some of our players have key programs, like for example, Buster Posey has this pediatric cancer awareness um, group, and so I manage that for him and his wife. Um, I also manage our Giants Wives program, so getting them out in the community, either with their husbands or supporting the rest of our programs that the Giants have Mm -hmm. um, through our Giants Community Fund as well. You know, it's funny, over the years, we used to have maybe two to three guys that would live locally, like somebody like a Barry Bonds who grew up and was raised here. Um, We don't see a lot of that anymore. Um, It's kind of changing. Buster Posey is sort of now here year round because his kids are, you know, in school and kindergarten. So he's, you know, made it. San Francisco is going to be his home. He's going to be here a long time with us. So he's now here. But, you know, we're also kind of, we're also weary of their schedules and what they do here all season long. Yeah. You know, you know, playing baseball and also, you know, working in our community and being out there. And, you know, when it's the off season comes, we like to give them their time because they only have really, if you think about it, three months, I think, per se, that they could spend, you know, baseball is a long season. Mm -hmm. It keeps them away a long time. So the off season, we respect that. We know that they want to be with their kids and Mm -hmm. be soccer parents, you know, for the kids that are older. And we, you know, know that that's a special time. But we also know that if we were working on a project or a program here, especially at the ballpark, they would come out and fully support and be there. Um, however, we do have our alumni that live locally, like Avita Blue, uh, Andres Torres now, who's now recent, a recent oh. Forever Giant. Oh, nice. And he relocated here with his kids. So we've got more that. options to reach That's out great. to some of these guys yeah. and have them come. We do a Christmas party in December for um, our 
there's about seven or eight local homeless um, agencies mm-hmm. and we bring these kids out and some of these guys will come out here and, and participate nice. and bring their kids to and have a good time and you know just bring some holiday cheer yes I think we have our ballpark is awesome because we have so much to see we have great you know um, I call places to lo- you know we've got just you could see the bay got any there's not a bad seat in this ballpark um the food that we have that you know open to every palate around here plus children you know we have fan lot um you know lucille's always bopping around and so we've got a lot now compared to you know ballparks a long time ago so i think for me it, you know you have the club level and it's not baseball this wasn't what i grew up with right i grew up with organ music and baseball right and and the uh, the actually the crazy crab you know mm-hmm. for a couple of years and it's right there <laughs> so that was pretty much what I grew up with yeah I didn't grow up with the nice uh, none of us did with these really nice high tech ballparks and yeah. all the amenities that come with it you know so it's it's definitely changed a lot we've yeah. actually had a lot of fans that have written you know and tried to you know it's given us some feedback yeah. and you know what we could name it you yeah. know should it change right. but I think I know we had a lot of ideas from when we actually had the or chose the address to the ballpark right. I mean, we had number one Willie Mays Plaza mm-hmm. and then someone said why not 24 yeah. okay yeah. sure why Perfect. not and yeah. here we are <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. from the address to obviously our statues mm-hmm. if you go around the ballpark we have the statues of all of our Hall of Famers mm-hmm. sprinkled around and our recent statue was of Gaylord Perry mm-hmm. two years ago. So mm-hmm. it's really nice to be able to go and, and see that and pay homage to to these greats yeah. that are still here with us. Thank goodness. Yeah, they all are. My favorite statue and possibly player is uh, Juan Marshall. Yes. I love that. Juan, the Dominican dandy. Yes. Yeah. This, he was our second statue. Actually, the third. I'm sorry. First was Willie Mays. Second was Willie McCovey. Oh, yeah. Over at McCovey Cove. Yeah. Uh, Juan Marshall. Orlando and then um, Gaylord and the seal. Don't forget. And of course, seal. yes, of course. <laughs> over at Seals Plaza, I forgot about that. That actually was um, the seal was actually added in 2000. Oh, okay. And yeah, in honor of the San Francisco Seals. Sure. Yes, and we had actually some of those players that played with us back. You know that were Seals come out oh. that day to to you know be part Dedicate of our our day and b- part of that dedication of the oh, seal. So, so it was cool. really nice. I didn't know that. Dave Rigetti's father was a seal. And uh, so he was, he threw out the first pitch in in honor of his father and, you know, uh, honor of that team that played with us. Mm -hmm. So it was great to see that. It's great to always have these guys back here. So nice. There's, you know, so much that I've had, you know, in uh, all of my 21 years here, you know, the the good memories, you know, of championships, no hitters, 500, 600, whatever home runs, 800 and, um, great memories is, you know, there's also to the, ch- the tough times, the hard times, you know, 2003, you know, we kind of have a new team. We have a new manager and he's, you know, coming in as a kind of like the new kid in school, you know, the new kid too. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, change is tough. And when you have a set key of players that have been with you for a while and now they've moved on and you got, you know, a new manager and new players coming it's it's tough you know but you know you you learn to you learn to get along and you learn to welcome everybody and you know move forward because everyone has a job to do dusty baker had been here 
no, thir- 12 or 13 years. 13 years, yes. It was a while. Yes. And, you know, very popular manager and, yeah. you know, and also a local. Mm-hmm. You know, grew up in Sacramento and lived out. He has been living in the, you know, Bay Area for so many years. Right. So, and, you know, he was a coach and, you know, he spent years in Oakland or actually, um, he was a Dodger. He was yes. a Brave, and and for him to come back here and to be here was great. You know, he had a lot of fans, and he still does. So he's now back with us as a, um, a special assistant to Larry Bear and to Brian Sabian, and it's great to to have him here because the fans they don't forget you. Mm-hmm. You know, they they don't forget, and they love having him here. And the, you know, they just he loves connecting with the fans as well. So funny how. Trying to get him from one part of the side of the ballpark to the other could be challenging because <laughs> he has to stop by and say hi to everybody. So yeah. we have to allot in another text or ten minutes. And this year, you know, we've had a lot of we've, we're honoring or celebrating our 60th. So we've had a lot of celebrations and reunions and you know um, anniversaries. Always great because you kind of feel like a you kind of feel like a frat mom to some of these guys. Or an aunt or something, and so when you see these moments for happen to these guys, you get you're so excited for them um, because here they've worked all their lives, little league, you know, and bouncing around in buses and having their parents, you know, and see how hard they work and how hard they practice, and to have that, you know, have them do something so wonderful and for their career and for our fans and for our city is amazing. So I just emotions you know and then also seeing that his parents were here that day to were happy to be in town because they live in Puerto Rico and they just happened to be visiting and so for them to be in the stands and to see this live and they and be how and see how proud they were and how emotional and not only them but you know our players all families all sit in a section and watching I think Pablo Sandoval's parents were sitting next to him mm-hmm. to Jonathan's parents mm-hmm. and just watching the excitement and the hugs and everything and have them be part of it is was amazing and our broadcasters you know broadcasters are calling the game and you could hear the excitement and then you know also that's also going to translate whether it's in radio or on television and get our fans excited so for me those moments like that are pretty amazing i feel like it was a somewhat of a turning point looking back it was because you have you know especially you know, Jonathan or anybody. You've, I felt the same way with, you know, Timmy and Matt, but, you know, Jonathan, who these guys who come from other countries, you know, Puerto Rico's not that far off or anything, but, you know, a lot of these guys are very proud of their Latin roots and, you know, and are excited to be able to bring, you know, excitement to where they, you know, where they come from mm-hmm. and, you know, sort of put them more on the map mm-hmm. per se, but... I mean, to be able to share that with their teammates and their teammates to be there to welcome them, you know, open arms, you know, on the plate or in the clubhouse. It's pretty amazing. You're just so happy for them and happy to see that you're just, you know, you hope that it moments like those continue for a lot of players. It's pretty emotional, pretty exciting. Well, I was going to say 14 or so months later, he hit the division winning RBI. Exactly. Against, I think against the Padres again. Yes. It's like. And then they're going to the playoff. Like, so yeah. that 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 kind of turner corner that I feel was turned at some point in two thousand nine. Yes, you see that a lot. You know, with him, you know, Ryan Vogelsong is another story. You know, Ryan Vogelsong in two thousand was you know a rookie. You know, and he um, just trying to get himself you know established and coming up and so forth. He 
gets traded in 2001. He's part of the Jason um, Schmidt trade, trade and, you know, Armando Rios. And he was, I just remember his emotions and how emotional he was and couldn't believe it, Mm -hmm. you know, and, oh, my God, I was just traded. Mm -hmm. And to see his, like, he's another fairy tale story. You know, he leaves and he's injured. You know, he had surgery. He couldn't land a, a job with the team in the States and he went to Japan and he played and all these years later come spring training and we're you know there and all of a sudden we feel a little, I felt a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and here's Ryan who I'm like I have you know I'm like oh my god are you back as a coach he's like no I was invited and I felt really bad you know because <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh I'm thinking here you're co- well, you that's back what as a coach? you'd expect it was like tw- 11 and 10 or 11 years later yeah, exactly I mean, 11 I think and yeah. so when he comes back I thought oh did you, are you coaching and he goes no I actually received a, a invite for spring training invite you know no guarantees and and so here you go you, you know he goes the goes to an all has an all-star game under his belt you know World Series and you know we Put his, we honored him, you know, up on our wall of fame, him, Matt Cain, and Brian Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, and all these years later. And wow. so it's it's pretty cool to see that, to see, you know, the, our wall of fame and honoring all these guys there, mm-hmm. honoring them, you know, having them come back. And, you know, us, you know, all the community work they've, they've done and support all of our community causes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. You know, I kind of sometimes people forget that, you know, mm-hmm. and. You know, they their job, you know, their first and primary job is to play baseball, mm-hmm. obviously. But, you know, they also support our community and have in so many ways and still do. Check back next week for the 49th and final episode of season one of the podcast. It will feature former Muni driver Gary Weinstein. Music for this episode is by Otis McDonald, a.k.a. Joe Begale. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Follow Storied San Francisco on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our website, which has all the episodes and a store where you can help support the podcast by buying hats, shirts, and koozies, is storiedsf.com. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Send comments and suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.